Good morning. Happy Fourth of July. So we're, we're looking at the gospel, uh, the gospel of Matthew for this coming week. And I'd like to take a break from that and I'd like to share with you with something I've shared with you many of you before. Um, and looking at July fourth, for today is July fourth, twenty twenty three, and we we say Happy Fourth of July. We wish people a fun day. Um, and many, many, many different things as we look back on this Independence Day for our country. So what comes to mind first when you think of the 4th of July? Fireworks? I think for many, for sure. Barbecues? <laughs> there are a lot of those out there. And that's all good stuff. But there's a reason why we celebrate on the 4th. And I, I hope we can't forget that. It was the day that the colonies declared their independence from England. Freedom was declared. In, in, in some famous words of the Declaration of Independence, which starts, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it was signed first by John Hancock, and then by representatives from all the states. We still honor John Hancock by saying, put your John Hancock on there whenever we ask for a signature. If you want to get a blank stare, ask somebody for their Josiah Bartlett. He's the second guy who's designed, but nobody remembers him. This was an exciting day, a day of joy and a day of celebration. But what followed was anything but a simple joy or easy. You see, every Independence Day, my thoughts race ahead to what followed July 4th. Actually, the run all the way to December of 1776. They go to this point in history because it's here that history shows us how brittle, how fragile was the hope of independence. George Washington was commanding an army that was disintegrating before his eyes. It looked as if all hope for victory was gone. He had made a military blunder that had lost New York to the British Army. The Congress had fled from Philadelphia because the city was seen as a lost cause. The Continental Army was low on gunpowder, guns, food, and other supplies. The civilians that had celebrated so heartily on July 4th, 5th, and 6th were now wondering if it would be wisest just to give up at this point. Most of the soldiers would finish their enlistments on December 31st and they deserted. Many who didn't want to wait for that day. George Washington's army was about to be destroyed by British troops and German mercenaries, the Hessians. The future of America was hanging on by a thread. And that makes the events of Christmas Day 1776 all the more amazing. Washington led his troops across the Delaware River and against incredible odds. There was hail, there was sleet, and there was ice flows. The operation took hours longer than originally thought. Two of the generals failed to join in the fight because of the bad conditions. But Washington led his troops against all odds on a nine-mile march and defeated the better-trained and equipped Hessians 
and turn the war around. An almost impossible mission completed and a seemingly undefeatable enemy defeated. The future hung by a thread, but a thread was all it took. This is our history as Americans, and we ought to cherish it and be grateful for it. But for as great as this is, we have a richer and more amazing history and heritage as Christians. We have a great gift in the Bible. We can read our past, present, and future in the God-inspired book. We can look at our history as people of faith, and we can see how time and time again it looked like our history hung on by a thread. But a thread was more than enough for God to sustain his people. My prayer is that we would be inspired to trust God, to trust his provision, to trust his grace as we look to the future. And the times when it seems that our future may be vulnerable or fragile or in danger. We hear God's words to Paul in our lives. My grace is sufficient for you and we realize that our faith never hangs by a thread but that our faith is rooted in a God who hung on a cross a God who accomplished the unthinkable a God who did for us what was impossible for us to do on our own our future our story is rooted in the forgiveness that Jesus bought for us with his own blood his own life our faith is forever connected to a tomb that was found empty and a savior that was found alive. There are not threads when it comes to God's relationship with you. There is only the solid rock of grace, an unmovable mountain of forgiveness, the living ocean of mercy, all given freely to you. We have been given the gift of faith. It has been passed down to us and by God's grace, it rests in our hands. We have also inherited the struggle, the task of living out our faith and proclaiming our faith in the midst of a rebellious people. Didn't die with Ezekiel. And at times it's tempting to give up hope to be like those people in Washington's time who said there's no way Let's just give up. But I pray God reminds us over and over again that he has never given up on us. That we have more than just a brilliant general and father of a country to rely upon. We have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We have the Father of all creation as our Father. And no matter how improbable the future seems, God will pull us through and sustain us in the fight until the day when he calls us home to our true homeland, a place with no tears or struggles or pain or sin or doubt. But until then, the refrain shall echo in our ears no matter the odds. My grace is sufficient for you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, May we never forget that your grace is sufficient for us. Amen. Have a happy, safe, enjoyable 4th of July. Celebrate our country's independence. 
and what that stood for so many years ago. But more importantly, remember what God did for you. He says his grace is good enough. Blessings to you. We'll see you all tomorrow.